0: Hi, and um, welcome back to another amazing <laughs> episode of Black Hats and the Zodiac. Um, yeah, I, um, a little bit of a late episode, I suppose, um, but it has all the information that I literally researched, especially for you, um, today. So, yeah, I, um, oh gosh, okay, so it's been a little bit, oh gosh, I had so many funny bits earlier, I didn't write those I didn't write down my funny stuff, but I uh, wrote down other stuff that I was going to use in, um, obviously, in, in the podcast episode because it got my degree theory, the asteroids, the angles, the aspects, minor and major. I think I just went with the easy ones because I don't necessarily know if you need to know things that look well, at this time because it's just kind of basic. Cause like what I'm enjoying is that I started this off with, like basic astrology like the houses the signs the planets and now I'm getting into degree theory and the asteroids and the angles the aspects which I feel like I should have gotten to the angles and the aspects way before but you know better late than never um Xander's is being the best little kitty cat that he possibly can be because he is just so gorgeous and so amazing I love him to death Um one second I'm on my bed okay so what am I doing okay so some updates I uh, I, I I started teaching tarot over OnlyFans. it's basically me not drunk because I'm not drinking not because I'm not drinking but because I didn't have any alcohol let's make that distinction first off drop that down um if i didn't have any alcohol and so i can't like just not do it because i don't have any alcohol because i just want to see i want to see if it takes off i want to see if it's a thing um uh so so i did it just like uh yeah it's fun so it's there it's under black cats and zodiac if you want to go check it out subscribe it's like only five bucks because like I don't want it to be like super expensive because it kind of drives people away and five bucks is like a fucking hamburger so no big deal um (laughs) your one monthly hamburger just give it to me instead (laughs) Um, subscribe like whatever Um, and then but so But then, because of that, I learned a lot about the tarot this morning, and it's just the basic stuff. It's the major arcana. I'm gonna dive into each card, you know, just to like have content, because I feel like there's so many different ways to interpret each card, at the major arcana especially. And then I went into the minor arcanas and how they're split between the four elements and how each element um, acts upon each other like fire or like same elements obviously they um amplify um each other so it's more of an intense reaction however opposite elements like fire and water they oppose obviously and then other ones are kind of just neutral or um sorry some of them was what's the word hold on i wrote it down earlier let me look other strengthens and supports um the other thing the other card and some just kind of have a neutral kind of a thing with it um, but i feel like it depends on which card is laid down first so say that you've got your arcana going or sorry you're just like flipping cards you've got some minor arcana of like a a wand which is a fire and then like you get an earth which is um going to be the pinnacles so it's so sort of that that earth card acts upon the fire so the fire is like your motivation It's your um, action it's going you know earth is stability so in the tarot earth and water are both um, uh, they're not active they are um, passive cards which I find interesting but it does make some sense um, so the fire wants to go and do it while the earth is a st- st- stable it's just staying where it is so it's the moving forward towards your goal at a steady pace rather than with fire and air where it's going to be moving towards your goal quickly logically you're just going or fire and fire you're just fucking you're a wildfire you're just burning through it and it's going to be some damaging some not so damaging depending on how far and how fast you go um so it was really interesting i will circle back and have that here um a little bit more in detail once i finish that series just so like it could be in both places um so if you want to see me with my tits out um only fans <laughs> um which i feel like the because like i debated a little bit but like we just had the um lunar eclipse in taurus which was closing out the cycles one second I gotta get some water okay so no even like unastrologically speaking i have always like debated only fans just because i'm like how much work is it really? And what kind of content can I actually post? Can I just do like a silly little bit of me cooking in the fucking kitchen at like two in the morning, making cookies, just ranting about astrology? And the answer, apparently from Facebook, is absolutely yes, you can. So that opened up my doors a lot because I used to be like, mm, me, OnlyFans, but it's me drunk, cleaning my kitchen, crying, eating pizza. And they're like, do it. and Or it's like, mm, OnlyFans, but it's me in a pizza onesie. Drinking wine, crying. I don't know why I'm always crying, but life, I guess. And they're like, mm, "Do it." I'd watch. And I'm like, "Okay, all right." And so I decided to like just shed this old skin of just me being restrictive towards myself and just fucking go for it. Because like I'm in this weird space—not weird. I'm in this space in my life where just energetically, I just feel like go for it is the answer. So I guess in my go for it era officially done with the so the silly girl era She it was fun and it served its purpose I found my triggers and I found where I need help and I found where I need to heal and I found where I keep my worth um so and I found like what I do when I'm acting out of a place of not weakness but insecurity um and so i can now shape my life from those kinds of things It was very intentional i feel like i've never well like i feel like i've been intentional within these last few years but i've never been that intentional within a short amount of time and it's an interesting thing because you sent you set an intent and you kind of have that idea back in the back of your head but you're still living life and just like not necessarily saying no or manipulating situations so like it works in your favor so that you can be exposed to things that you wanted with that intent but it's a kind of a passive mo. not even that it's just it's just I just I was passive with life and just kind of let it go and happen as I felt instinctually um called to do I guess and um it's interesting and what happened and what didn't happen and how I showed up when I could have been better I feel and so it it was very interesting it was very I keep saying it's very interesting but like it was very interesting for me um so and this get go for it era is just um no more restrictions on myself just let's let's fucking go for it like if i want it, i am going to go do it and there's no reason why i can't so yeah, yeah all right so um yeah so that's that's the space that i'm in so like with these um because this last eclipse that we had just had over the weekend it was closing out that taurus scorpio um north and south node access point um of eclipse seasons that we started experiencing about like 18 months two years ago um and that was along the fixed signs you know scorpio and taurus they're stubborn little guys and um it was just mainly kind of a closure but you always you also had to like reflect on the kind of situations that you were in within that those last couple years it was just hard for me because like all i really remember is just those were my virgo relationships and so i if i dive into it it's just what did i learn i just kind of put more emphasis on the relationship than i did relationships sorry than i did like myself in a lot of ways for example um With one relationship, his, like, literal dream was just to, like, own land, get, like, a bus, like, fucking revamp it so it's, like, one of those travel buses, you can just fucking tour around the United States, but, like, he literally had this dream for, like, 10 years and, like, had not acted upon anything of it, but, like, I was like, oh, wow, that's a great dream, and we're together now, so I'm going to work all this, all these extra hours to, like, make sure your dream comes true, and he was kind of, like well, bitch, what's your fucking dream? And I was like, oop, I don't know. (laughs) But, like, I just worked all the time, and I was, like, tiring myself out, and then, like, when that relationship eventually ended, um, I, and I was bitter, because, like, I was like, I'm working so hard, you're just sitting here doing nothing and everything, and then, like, lying about having Instagrams, and, uh, he just over there, like, I don't know where this is a big deal because I told you that you should have your own thing and this is taking this is a lot of self-reflection I've been doing over the last couple of months um and uh or I guess over the weekend I guess because like well no over the last couple months because um he actually flew back from Alaska and I met with him and we talked over a lot of things it was kind of actually funny cuz like I learned that I'm crazy and which makes sense because like I'm working all the time and I can't possibly remember everything but there was an instant where um, I was at his house and there was like a sock on the ground that like wasn't like a male sock cuz you know like what a male sock and a female sock looks like they're kind of like male socks get like the actual um, fucking I'm going to protect your feet you know they're tough and then they're like actual like um fucking uh not just tough but thick and girl socks are just thin as fuck and like easily ripped just very fragile and I saw a pair or a sock one girl sock on the ground I was like oh that's interesting and then I came back the next day and I saw another one I was like mm, interesting and so then like I, I asked him about it along with some other things that was bothering me and he like didn't understand where I was coming from and he just kind of looked at me looked at the sock looked at me again and was like I think I'm kind of getting it and like I had to explain again I was like, okay because I I had also seen some other things that were kind of concerning, and um, he was like, "Okay, now I see what your train of thought was, but like, no, this isn't happening." And you know, did the whole thing, and um, then like I was talking to him recently, and uh, he was like, "Yeah, so you left after like talking to me about that sock, and I went to like your drawer that I had, like that you had there, and uh, I found your other sock." <laughs> and so yeah I was like interesting and I laughed and he just looked at me like I was crazy because I was like I am crazy (laughs) haha and it's it's it was really funny but then um so then it's like kind of like how then that kind of like started making me think like how have I been crazy but not knowing that I've been crazy because I've been dealing with so much other bullshit that like my memory is just bullshit and I can't remember things because I know like at work um I had like 50 things going on at home that when I was at work I was being told to do things and I just couldn't remember what I was being told to do or what how to do it because like everything else and like stress is the worst at keeping you with a good memory and so um I just and then i was like weird and like ego egotistical i'd say probably because i was just attached to my ego like everyone's talking about me um and uh i made things harder for myself than i needed to be just because like i was just attached to my ego and just had a lot of shit fucking going on I, I you could just always change things and change jobs and everything but like i just endured it because like i'm crazy But like I didn't know that at the time. But then also it was kind of like a weird work environment where like they wouldn't like tell you that you've done anything wrong. But like they would also just tell everyone around you and then you'd find out that you did something wrong. Because like the one nice person who you guys like who you like talk to regularly would come to you finally. And just be like hey just so you know you do things like this and not like that. But like you the, you know that the problem has been going on for like maybe a week and no one has said anything to you. So I it was it's was, it was kinda of wash kind of a wash there because it's like I know I've got all this stuff going on, I'm trying to contain it, but then also like, okay, I guess that's happening too. <laughs> um anyway. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, so I learned that I'm kind of crazy, which is great, and then, um, but, so that I've been, like, more conscious of it, um, I've not kind of dived into, like, the second Virgo, because it's, it's, uh, that one's just, yeah, <laughs> that one's just, yeah, but then, like, my I got my podcast going in 2022, so that's nice, and so, it was basically what I'm getting from it is invest in yourself because I do like like I've talked I've talked about before in weeks past I do intend do tend to invest more of my time and my energy into the relationships that are outside of my control because it's other people can't control other people but um, outside of my um, inside of myself and I don't really invest that energy that I need to in myself to make sure like I'm on a pl- on a slope of goodness. You know what I mean? Like I I get in my own way of my own forward momentum and forward motion when I don't need to be in my own way. So yeah, that's the go get'em chapter of my life that's beginning. Which makes sense because that's the. <laughs> It's the new eclipse season of the Libra Aries access, and Libra's the south node, and Aries is the north node, so if you're moving towards the fiery fuck everybody else, I want to get mine energy. And, uh, and it shows. And, like, let me tell you, like, I cried almost every single day between those talking to, um, uh, eclipses, and I don't just big emotions (laughs) just big emotions I guess I don't know anyway but like I know that a lot of people had like I had a headache um, most Fridays anyway I just woke up and I couldn't understand that and it was just I was like never tell me that the way the plants move don't have an effect on you because like fucking Wow anyway in today's podcast is going to be kind of covering a lot because I did promise degree theory. I promised, where's my, it's on my other notebook? I promised um, to, to explain the asteroids, um, uh, the angles in the angler houses, which is kind of interesting in the aspects. So I'm going to go over the aspects first. After I to get some water. learning to embrace my crazies has been really fun actually but just also like understanding myself on a deeper level has also been really kind of interesting and then also like just trusting your intuition and knowing when it's just time to go Alrighty, sorry it's kind of late i've been trying to do this all day but i got like a bunch of other shit done too so i'm pretty excited about myself um so the aspects, and this is when you're looking at the birth chart itself. Um, so you've got like your rising to your ascendant to your descendant line. Oh, sorry. Okay, fine. I'll I'll do the angles first then because I just started explaining it. And then I can do the aspects right after. So the angles, so you've got like your first house to seventh house, which is your ascendant to your descendant line. And then you've got your fourth house to your tenth house, which is your, um, dis, your, um, sorry, your immune column to your midhaven line. Um, and so that just kind of drops your chart into... You know across it chops into four at different um areas i'm oh, sorry oh so um those aspect, those angles of the house are the uh oh gosh one second i have it on my ipad come on open up uh, major astrological. yeah no that's chiron okay dang it okay so i went to keep it up there so i could read it um but they are your foundation if they um show you who you are and what you can be and what and how you interact with your environment the most yeah that's what that's what happens so like your first through your third houses they are very personal you know let me tell you how you personally deal with things. Um, like the whole bottom half of your chart is your personal. What what happens to you like during the day and how you deal with things, how your home life was like the environment. Okay, so first, like, let me go back because it's. Uh, I'm I know a lot of information. I'm just trying to throw it out there. <laughs> um. So your first through your third houses, those are how you are with things like your money how you express yourself how you communicate um your fourth through your sixth seventh houses are the things that act upon you like your home your daily life your um uh your comfort items your and then the relationships that you keep so that's your ascendant to your descendant line with your imun colon, which is your descend Oh, sorry. Yeah, imun colon, which is the low part of your chart. And then from there from there <laughs> you get your um you're coming up to your mid heavens. So from your seventh house to your tenth, those are your other people's money, other people's finances, like how you um or what kind of aspects or what kind of things are you interested in learning about um, what's your career so it's your kind of like how you are in society ish and then when you go back from your ascendant not your ascendant sorry your midheaven to your ascendant um, so that's 10 11 12 that's your work life that's how your community is and then that's your secret haters <laughs> The twelfth house your hidden gems or hidden meanings um, because if the sixth house if the sixth house is like your daily activities and how you interact with your environment the twelfth house is how the environment acts on you it's your subconscious kind of feelings about things um, which doesn't necessarily make sense I don't think I did that correctly but the twelfth house is your subconscious um, so I guess, I guess it would be like how you, how the environment has acted upon you in a way that you internalized it because it's also your hidden enemies, whereas, um, the seventh house is your open enemies, the, if you have open enemies, um, the wealth t- house would be your hidden enemies if i'm not wrong which is interesting considering that i covered this um but i didn't write this part down so that's kind of how you can look at your chart just when you um bring up your birth chart and then the aspects of that is like with if you have um a planet that's in conjunction Oh, sorry. And the aspects, the aspect is like an angle that the planets make to each other in the horoscopes. So, say that you've got like your sun and your moon in the same sign of Aries. Um, that is a conjunction. That's a new moon, also, just so you know. Um, so you're born on a new moon. Um, but it's also a conjunction if those um, if the sun and the moon is within ten degrees of each other, and then a semi sextile is when say your sun is about 30 degrees so it's in the next sign over of each other um then a sextile would be if your sun is in one house and then your moon is in two like two houses down so this would actually be like your venus sign um and then your square would be like the 90 degree angle the trine is that 120 degree angle Quincunx. As you're and fifty, and then a fucking full on op that's one eighty. Spin that bitch around, bring her three sixty. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. It could be a rapper. Yeah. So. Um, oh yeah. I guess also uh, piggybacking on last week's episode with the baby and um, how like what we're basically different because he just fucking applied himself. An application is key. I just started um, posting a bunch of my writing stuff because, like, I, I, I've always wanted to be a writer. Like, I grew up writing things and, um, it kind of fell off for a little bit. So, like, I'm going to start writing again. I know that in November there's this thing called ne- Nemo Rimo and, uh, it's basically, basically, like, a writing challenge where you just kind of challenge yourself to write every day in November and, um, or a thousand word story or something Uh, you're just writing every day and so like that's really nice I know that that there's like writing writing prompts on um, reddit that I might look into but I'm also like working on a project already and I've got like a little bit of sad girl poetry that I'm gonna make into not so sad girl poetry hold on I've got a text message I have to answer Mm -hmm. nice sorry I'm texting Mm -hmm. at telling people thank you for asking because there's so many people who like don't ask about you and um like you're like you can like come out of like a I don't know somewhere and then you're like, oh hi, how are you And they're like, oh, I'm fine and they just like kind of fuck off and but like there's people who are like, oh yeah, I'm fine, thank you for asking because not everyone's gonna ask and so nice. a little zandy, all right, so then um going back to the asteroids for us here which I found really interesting because like um it's based on Roman mythology not Greek mythology and there's been there's some things that like was really interesting I think I left those ones open because I was like very like oh this is crazy (sighs) sorry it's a little baby yawn so the asteroids so yeah you've got your planet of like your planets of like you know the sun moon uh mercury venus (laughs) i'm trying to say the planets but i'm like in my head i've got my very educated mother just brought us nine pizzas or just nine pizzas just just you know something nine pizzas um i don't know why i put brought in there um put in another fucking random planet but like so it's like yeah earth mars but earth our earth signs just are ascendant basically um but uh then mars jupiter uranus um neptune pluto saturn big daddy saturn um And then we've got the asteroids because, like, uh, and you've got the asteroids because over time, like, there's been asteroids that have been observed to orbit our sun that we also orbit, and so they just kind of, like, fucking put it in there. Um, like, why not? It's interesting. Or, they're not all asteroids. Some of them are are planetoids, um, but they all have their own different... Things and I was gonna bring up my chart as well because I found it interesting in how some of these kind of um, were, so I can like maybe find out more information about myself as I do do this. All right, so first off, I have Saris Which is C-E-R-E-S And that's going to be your mothering tendencies Or your sisterly tendencies Kind of like the relationships you have With with your mom-ish, kind of, sort of And mine is in Sagittarius 23 degrees Sagittarius Which is, um Interesting, okay Um So what that means is basically that makes a lot more sense because you don't always get I don't always get along with a female Sagittarius don't always get along with each other. I don't know if it's like a horse mentality or whatever but um, hold on. yeah so my favorite way so I like to make people laugh no that makes sense because I'm thinking about Sagittarius traits and Sagittarius is, they like to t- teach people things that they care about um, well they're the teachers of the zodiac anyway they're philosophers um, so they like to teach um, and they like to make people laugh and they kind of care about people more than themselves until like it kind of reaches a point where they're like mm, I'm out but then they're also very flighty Like, they don't stay around for too long. And that's kind of my relationships with my sisters, my mom. I don't really hang out with them too much, nor do I hang out with women too much. Because I just, it was never like a comfortable thing growing up. I don't think that that relationship wasn't, which is interesting considering that we grew up without a dad. So you would think that I would kind of go more towards like my, my mom and my sisters, but I had brothers and I hung out with them instead. So it's like I'm much more comfortable in hanging out with dudes than I am with women because I feel like I don't really know what to talk about with women. But I know that's a kind of like probably like a very high school kind of thought process because... We don't all just fucking like makeup um, and uh, don't just gossip all the time like those, you know, those uh stereotypical high school girl things. Um, but then also like makeup's like fucking wizard work and I have no idea how to do some shit. So like pfft, the heart, the hardest I go in makeup because I don't know is like um, I did some eyeshadow once and I kind of learned how to draw that on. That's pretty fun. Um, but then like, uh, those eyeliners and then, um, just like a, a, just the face thing and then lipstick. And sometimes I don't even do the face thing. Cause I'm like, do I, can I just put, um, lotion on? And am I do, I'm like, okay, cool beans. I got it. <laughs> um, but okay. And then it's also like, sorry, Ceres also kind of shows you like your protective instincts. So like I, I would fight for my friends. <laughs> That's 100%, like, I'll stand up for them 10 toes down with my whole chest. Um, I almost have, so that makes sense. That is interesting. All right, and then I've got Pallas, which is like Pallas Athena, but, like, just Pallas because it's Roman, and that's the voice of reason, how you can handle, and this is how you handle um, healthy, productive relationships with males, and so... Hold on, let me see where on my chart that's going to be for me. Um, Palace, where are you? That is also in Sagittarius, which that's just a party. That makes sense too. But I'm not afraid to fight a dude. So, and I have, because, like, my, I had brothers. <laughs> okay so i feel like i should look more into those kind of traits because i don't necessarily understand them so one moment i'm just going to google really quickly and Pallas and Ceres, but then they're in my uh my 10th house and sagittarius okay those are your goddess planets which makes sense <laughs> ah here we go advanced astrology let's go wisdom knowledge so I guess it kind of just like would be and Aries... Hold on. Let me just fucking find it. Pallas and Sagittarius perceives through understanding the bigger picture. You are oriented on the whole... Instead of getting lost in the details, you're an independent questioning thinker with Pallas and Sagittarius. Foreign cultures can teach you a lot about seeing the universal principles and the similarities between humans. That makes sense, because I'm always, like, fucking thinking about how we're connected and, um kind of there's not so much like person to person kind of problems or like society to society and culture to culture kind of problems because like even growing up I could it's kind of apparent that um not kind of but it is apparent that people just kind of like have an overview stereotype of people and instead of like getting down and understanding them and their prejudices cause problems I don't know where I'm going Um, But (laughs) foreign cultures can teach you a lot about seeing the universal principles and the similarities between humans. Which, okay, no, sorry. Um, Astrology in and of itself is a foreign concept to Western culture. So, okay. Your creative intelligence manifests in an adventurous, philosophical way. You understand philosophy and you are quite philosophical yourself too. Pallas and Sagittarius also finds wisdom and spirituality. Duh. Sagittarius is the side of searching for meaning, and with palace and Sagittarius, can become very wise. Very wise indeed. And that's in my tenth house. Uh, finds recognition in the world and public reputation very important. That makes sense. With this placement, you often prefer career to private life and family. That also makes sense. Females with this placement, or women, you can just call them women, with this placement often suppress their femininity to succeed in their career. You carefully plan your career and you use strategical strategical thinking and wisdom to get what you want. That's true because you have to be a boss dude and embrace your masculinity in order to like succeed in most careers. Interesting. Um, but where can I find the other guy? Ooh, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, part of Fortune, Aspects, Meaning, Karmic Relationships, Ideal, Asteroids, let's go. Okay. I don't know. Vesta, Sirius, was it Sirius? Yeah. We're just doing this online right now. Alrighty. So Sirius in Astrology, Natal Chart, and the Houses. where did I say mine was in? oh also Sagittarius mm-hmm. that's where I kind of got oh, when well looking at the series in the natal chart its position by house and sign is just as important as its aspects with other planets in the chart and then if Sirius is conjunct the ascendant or the Midheaven it becomes even more important okay Several aspects of serious, right, suggest parenting being a major life focus in life. <laughs> Whether your relationship with your own parents, you learning to take care of yourself, or your relationship with your children, or people you take care of. Early childhood experiences influence your life as an adult. Serious has to do with the early patterns of nurturing you experienced in your family, was also intertwined with the way you nurture when you grow up. Okay, that makes sense So I don't have any kids. Because <laughs> it's very it's just like We're always fighting and it, was, it wasn't that great That makes a lot of sense <laughs> That's so funny Um Sirius in the 10th house makes you look in the eye of the world as a nurturer If this placement stands out in your chart It can happen that you work in a field where you take care of others Or take up a parental role Sirius in the 10th house also, also suggests that one of your parents Is a strong influence in your life and who you can always turn to for help. My mom. Yeah. That's interesting. Let's look at Sirius and, Le- and Sagittarius. Uh, intellectual stimulation is very important for Sirius and Sagittarius. I do... Yeah. People in order to feel nurtured. Yeah. If we're not talking or if my brain's not working and if, like, it's not getting... If you're not teaching me anything... Like, in a relationship standpoint, I don't want it. Like, I'm just checked out. I'm watching TikToks and scrolling. Like, if you can't teach me anything and you're not willing to talk and hang out with me, I'm not doing it. I just... I'm out. Um, You love discussing fascinating topics and quality time with your loved ones makes you feel filled and taken care of. That's so funny. See, this is why I love astrology. Sirius and Sagittarius wants adventure and meaning. With this placement, you can't feel loved if you are held in a cage. You need plenty of space into you. Inspirational Inspiration equals... Oh no, where'd it go? Ah, inspiration equals support. People with this placement need someone who shows them the world and who inspires them to search for meaning. Sirius and Sagittarius can indicate a nurturing figure in your life or a religious... Oh, Okay. Interesting. Sirius and Sagittarius can indicate a nurturing figure in your life of a religious background or of a foreign origin. Learning about philosophy, religion, foreign cultures, or just sitting on a mountaintop and wondering about the great questions about life nourishes your soul. Sirius and Sagittarius can be great for teaching. I'm learning a lot about myself. I'm just probably going to end up doing this for all of them. So... Yeah, alright. Because I didn't find this until fucking just now, of course. Um, So then, going through the list, I've got my Juno, which highlights um, approaches to the marriage, commitment, and life partnerships. That is, funnily enough, in Aquarius. 12 degrees Aquarius. Um, Hold on a second. Oh, that's funny. Because my arrows which is the how you like to be fucked, basically, um, is in seven degrees of Aquarius. And so they are conjunct. And this is funny to me because basically it's, I need a partner's going to fuck me well. <laughs> that's funny. Um, hold on. Let me find this. I'm gonna go f- after Juno first. Um, asteroids. <laughs> uh, Juno. And that's in my 12th house, though. Uh, the idealized wife this is Juno, which makes sense. She was, um, basically the kind of the Roman counterpart to Zeus's Zeus she was the Roman counterpart of Zeus's wife uh, Jupiter duh I should've known that Jupiter duh like I'm happy I didn't read that but like I knew that Jupiter oh uh, gosh so silly of me okay Jupiter Saturn conjunct Juno and Sinistry Oh. And since she gives a karmic touch to the relationship, if car- Saturn is prominent in a sinister chart, you will pro- remember each other for a long time. Aw. Juno and the signs. Juno and Aquarius. Juno and Aquarius seeks freedom in a relationship. For you, it is essential to have enough space. You can be afraid of commitment and you need a partner who appreciates you. I need a partner who appreciates me and who's excited about me. Hmm. Um, I do hate relationships, though, so that makes sense. Um, and then in the 12th house, here, can be a challenging placement. You have a tendency to fall in love with people who are not available, <laughs> you have to keep your relationship secret, yikes, and I'm, I'm the other woman, it can also happen that because of some it can also happen that because of some reason you can't establish a relationship, this placement can also ju- suggest marrying the wrong person, someone who hinders you in life, so don't get married is what that's telling me. <coughs> sorry, do you know in Twelfth house sometimes falls in love with people who need help duh, and get married to someone who easily gets lost in life, yeah. This placement can indicate partners who are, who are addicts or they have tendencies for escapism. Mm-hmm. Juno and Twelfth House can suggest a karmic relationship in astrology. Okay. And that's actually interesting because I've had relationships where they've been addicts and stuff. Um, and then we're going on to... Hold on. Go back. Backspace. 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 And we're going to Eros. Chiron! Going up, up, up. No, that's actually pretty funny. Um... Is Eros an asteroid? I want to say yeah. Chiron, Aspects, Asteroids, Vesta, Ceres, Pallas, Juno, Chiron. I'll do the search bar. Xander's don't fall off the window. Search. Okay. Hold on, I got to find it. So, well, honestly, basically that just kind of means that relationships are hard and it's kind of like you I'm just like I don't I'm not going to know everything when I'm in relationships because like apparently I'm just going to go fucking be the other woman. Uh, this see that's that's the funny thing you can find these things out in astrology with the but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to come into fruition they're not it's not a definition tool well it is but it's not but it's just kind of like uh hmm be weary of this because this could happen so make sure you dot your i's and cross your t's um that's really interesting that's probably why i keep getting cheated on um (laughs) Or, you know, just should people in general. But it's an interesting kind of a thought. Because uh, I remember when I was going through my my birth chart. When I was um, comparing to the partner one and partner two back in the Sagittarius Placements episode. I found that little thing in uh, my Leo and Chiron, or Chiron and Leo, maybe. Where it was like, um, basically wedding or marriage or no it was something like maybe it was the Virgo and the 7th where it was like marriage is going to be hard and then seeing the Juno and Aquarius and it was basically like yeah you're going to marry someone you're going to settle basically which makes sense too because that's kind of what I kind of had been thinking cause like i want to be married it sounds like so much fun you just like get to fucking hang out with your best friend for the rest of your life sounds amazing but i don't want to get tied down to a person that i'm going to hate which is just kind of like you don't just go fucking get married in vegas um or just get no get like hooked up real quickly like at the courthouse so like you have to put time and effort and energy into things in order to like really know for sure but like that's my problem then it's like you can never know for sure but then that is like the cycle that's the prophecy thing you know when you like you think about it too much and you're like oh this is the prophecy so you look like like trying to act against it but then you end up like pushing it forward and getting on that timeline for example like Oedipus fucking he if he If that king didn't, like, try to fucking murder him or some shit, he would have never been able to, like, kill the king and marry his mom. I don't know. That story, I've I've heard it, like, a long time ago. I think that's that's it. But, like, it's also been a long time ago. Ah, my legs. Alright, so they don't have one for arrows. But, so, like, I just... So yeah, it's just like kind of like how you like to um like what kind of like sexual kind of relationships you like to be in. What turns you on? Um I like to hold on. <laughs> I'm like, why am I trying to figure this out when I can just fucking Google? I like that I did all this research and I still came out with like, um, have more questions. Arrows, arrows, arrows. I've got an Aquarius, arrows. Cool. Soul depth, love, and a rock pleasure in a variety of non traditional ways. Eros and Aquarius must do things a little different from the crowd, and this tendency will play out strongly in the bedroom. While Eros and Aquarius can be loyal, this is a placement that, de- this is a placement that demands freedom of sexual expression as well as plenty of experimentation. So, I need a kinky partner. <laughs> um, it's not uncommon for Eros and Aquarius to have several lovers in a short period of time, or to have more than one sex partner simultaneously. Okay, sex club. Um, love can be more of a group experience with arrows and aquarius and communal sex is a, s- a distinct possibility arrows and aquarius will feel the most love in a relationship that's based on friendship and always al- allows plenty of breathing room for the expression of innovative ideas and practices I'm sorry I don't know how or why I forgot how to read but that's really interesting It's I, just, I do enjoy that both but Aquarius is just pe- apparently like just love the solitude and so like even with arrows and Juno it's like you need a lot of solitude <laughs> so that's interesting Um and you can fucking go look this shit up on your own too if you want to I'm just using my own birth chart as a as an example but like it's, it's totally fun free and easy alright so you know Vesta 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 and Vesta. Oh, excuse me, sorry. I have to. <laughs> Alright. Vesta, read more. Alright. Stellar tool for self reflection. Vesta, Vesta, Vesta. Oh, sorry. My Vesta. Is in. Mm Virgo. I don't know why I said it like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I said it like that at all. Oh, Who is it? Virgo. Vesta in astrology, asteroid Vesta. And Vesta is your um oh yeah, it's how you take care of your home. So like um it's kind of very Hestia in Greek mythology. And so, if it's in Virgo, I'm just always working on it. I've got that in my seventh house. So, Vesta in Virgo is a placement where this astra can operate well. Oh, that's good. Virgo is all about work and service. The same matters as the matters, or the same at. Sorry, they wrote this sentence weird. Virgo is all about work and service, and that is going to be the same matters as the matters of Vesta. People with this placement are extremely dedicated that's so that counteracts everything in my 12th house of Aquarius that just counteracts like my um, Juno and my fucking arrows because like there it's like nah she freaky deaky she's like wants multiple partners multiple relationships gonna be like the secret woman she's gonna have like a secret boyfriend or whatever and then over here it's like no seventh house Vesta she gonna be loyal (laughs) very dependable very dedicated uh vesta and virgo is grounded and practical this is a great place for productivity you work the best in an organized systematic efficient way you need clarity to be aligned with your purpose i kind of like that a lot Vesta in the houses let's go uh best in the seventh house wants to be in a relationship this can also be a business relationship not just a romantic one uh, one of the challenges of this replacement is that you have to create balance between giving and taking in between being an individual and making compromises. That explains a lot as well. Because I do want my space, but I don't want them to feel like I want my space. Because then I don't f- want to feel like a burden, but like I do love in- my space. And the more space that I'm able to give, or no, the more space that I'm given within a nurturing kind of an aspect like i don't don't want to just be forgotten over in the corner i want you to text me Mm -hmm. but not like a lot you know what i mean (laughs) just leave me alone just let me know that you're there that makes sense okay I mean, Chiron, of course, is the wounded healer. I've got that on Leo. We've already went over that one. Um, but for those new listeners... So, Chiron's the wounded healer. Um, so, basically, it's kind of that point in your chart where you... It's kind of like a childhood wound that you need to heal in order so that you can be... Like, you can use that wound, transmute it as more... As from a weakness to a strength. So mine's in Leo in the sixth house. So daily habits that put me first would be my best bet. So like exercising daily, writing daily. I guess this is my healing my chiron era, as well. Um, how funny. Okay, let's go back to my chart. What's next? Um, did palace, Juno, Vesta, Chiron, Pholus. This is a hard one. Um, astronomy. So Pholus. Is basically sudden change, and I was afraid of this one because I didn't really necessarily want to know. So it's like when like the fucking the tower falls down and then the ground comes up underneath you. This is <laughs> Um and I have that in Leo right next to my Chiron. They're conjunct, so when okay then when my daily life is tower momented and it's falling down and I can't see the bottom anymore because it's falling beneath me is my rock bottom this is when my change happens and so all that weakness that I had felt because you know if it's in Leo like Leo's the Sun and like if no one's paying attention to you like it's not even that if no one's just like nurturing you and kind of like raising you up and like saying like you're awesome and amazing when you are awesome and amazing you kind of feel like shit all the time and so i got tired of so there's gonna be a point where i'm gonna just get tired of feeling like shit and like wanting so many other people to kind of just be like hey no you're great no you're great or i was gonna dig deep in there and just find my greatness which I think I'm doing currently, to be fair, because it's funny, because it got out of that relationship where this man told me to my face that I need to go find someone who is excited about me. And I, I swallowed that one real quick, and I was like, well, what do you mean? Or not even that, I was just like, well, that's fine. You haven't been excited about me for the entirety of the relationship, but okay, that's fine because um, that's how that's how that's where I was mentally that's where I was like I was just accepting crumbs and I was like no this is okay because if I don't accept these then I'll have no one and nothing and I've seen myself come and uh, grow from that and now I'm in an area where I've been encountering people who thank me for my time of just a conversation because they think that I'm awesome and I'm like oh yeah I know that I'm awesome I've always had this in me because I think I'm funny I'm seeing like Facebook memories of things that I posted and I'm like Rachel you're so fucking funny from like 12 years ago I am in just got out of high school I'm still fucking funny and like I guess I really care about being funny and then I'm just seeing just seeing me myself shine and it was funny because I was hanging out with a person and um over the course of just a couple of weeks because like it's just uh, everything always just sound, seems longer when you're hanging out with people but it was just a couple of weeks and uh he's like you are so much happier than when I first met you and it was just that we just like every time we hung out we just laughed the entire time and it was a good conversation and we just like made fun of each other and it was like great um and then like coming into this new era for myself it's just like I'm betting 100% on myself because like this year has taught me so much about myself and just who, who I am and I know that I can rely on myself, so, like, the, I'm, I've had my moment. These are strengths now. That's kind of fun. I like that a lot. Um, let me see if I can find um, it in the signs. Just, no. Okay. Um, and then, but then we've got, okay, so then I found this other little fucking bitch uh, of a comment. 'Cause it's like a different one that I've never really heard of before. Um, it's called like seven zero six six Nessus. And at first I was thinking like Narcissus, but it's not. Um and I've got that in Libra. Twenty-five degrees Libra. Ooh. Get out of here. Um, twenty-five degrees Libra. Let me see here. Um and so I had to look it up and that's is like the the comment that indicates abuse. Like, luckily, this is the only thing I have in Libra. So, like, I know that i have not an abuser. But, so then that would indicate, like, probably how or if I was abused in some way. Like, yelled at or whatever. Um, yeah, and then, so, like, it's just kind of, it's it's a passive little comment when it's, with like the outer planets but if it's with an inner planet that kind of shows you how they can abuse someone else like say if it's a conjunct mercury it's going to just talk shit to someone and just talk about them and gossip about them just make them feel like shit like verbally abusive um if it's mars you're probably fucking going to jail or they're probably going to jail at some point because they're just beating shit people up um yeah so i found that to be like a really interesting i am actually going to see if i can find that delete now that i'm thinking about it nessus and libra and it's in my eighth house which is kind of interesting um potential for abuse um astrology is my passion yeah uh where was i um sorry i'm just trying to fucking there's so many different astrology like websites out there now um so i've got one website here i'm just trying to find if it's going to go through okay cool uh and the libra oh and the they have houses too so whoopsie he's If you have asteroid nestes in Libra, it could mean that you have a tendency to be drawn to or engaged in in healthy partnerships. Interesting. Some people with this placement have trouble forming positive connections because of past experiences of abuse in relationships. Moreover, people with this placement tend to become highly obsessed with peace, balance, harmony, justice, and fairness. I don't... I'm not obsessed with that. But I do have a tendency... To, but I've I've since grown out of that. I've like I've I've seen my triggers and I or not my triggers. I've seen my pattern and I've kind of avoid it. So like the most like not that I'm um. There's it's not that. You know no what I just I see, my pattern, and I try to grow from it. I know what I want out of a partner the older I get especially like after this like last thing and then like the last couple of months I know what I want from a partner like I know exactly what I want from a partner Um and I'm willing to wait to see if they've got those traits it kind of comes out within like a few weeks or so Um but I am NOT willing to go backwards ever And then since it's in the 8th house, that could be conflicts over who gets what from joint finances, taxes, and inheritances. Um, Another possible interpretation is a phobia of being hurt emotionally or past sexually abusive experiences that have left a lasting impact on one's mind. Well, I always have a fear of being hurt emotionally because that shit just hurts me to my core. But I don't have any sexual abusive experiences that I know of, which is great. It's scary that I said that I know of them um, and then they added Lilith down here and my Lilith is in Capricorn I want to say yeah but then that's just like a moon aspect instead of like a an asteroid of some sort so let me find it do 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 Juno, Vesta, Pallas, Eros, Lilith, yeah so Lilith was basically the part of you that kind of gets mad when disrespected, but it's also like that dark feminine. Um, that's the, your shadow self that you kind of just reject because it's not like the bubblegum pop version of yourself that we have to be in order to be a functioning member of society. Um, so I've got that in Capricorn. So which is funny because I'm a Capricorn son with a Cancer moon. So basically what the universe is asking for me once I kind of, deal with that shadow side is that I can be the man that I want to be. <laughs> Meaning that I um, I can be assertive. I don't have to feel bad about asking for what I want and demanding what I need. I don't have to feel bad for taking up space. When I walk in a room, people are going to pay attention. I don't have to feel bad about my taking attention away from other people and if they've got a problem with me i can tell them to fuck off because it's like that's that's not my problem your insecurities aren't my problem that's something for you to deal with like my insecurities aren't your problem it's something for me to deal with but unless you're unless you're the reason why i'm insecure because you're like abusing me obviously but yeah so those are the asteroids that was actually really interesting. Um now we're going to go down to the degrees. <gasps> I, I had a lot going on today. Um we gotta close off these little tabby tabs. Oh my feet. Xander just keeps trying to sleep on me and i just keep like telling him or having to move around and he's just like is just being the best little baby. I love him so much. Um So, okay. So, we've got the degrees. Um, So, yeah. So, each degree correlates to a zodiac sign. But, like, in each radium of a sign, they go from 0 to 29. 30 is basically 0. So, there's no 30 that I could find here. It just kind of just turns back to 0. So, for Aries that's ruled by Mars, so it's gonna be expressed through personal goals and moving forward, those uh, 0, 13, and twenty five. I'm sorry, 1, 0, 1, 13 and twenty five because like they don't have a spot for zero because it's thirty, you know, as well. So and then Taurus, those um degrees are two, fourteen and twenty six. And this could be any sign that whatever aspect is in, or whatever planet is in. Um, planet or comet or uh, asteroid is in so th- this is just like the the characteristics of the degree so for example I've got a Capricorn Sun at zero degrees that's an Aries sign or Aries degree so like I'm just always moving forward always fucking going after my goals can't stop won't stop <laughs> That's funny. Um, so then Taurus is two fourteen twenty-six and Taurus is ruled by Venus, so it's your kind of or that planet is going to have um kind of ideas uh not ideas but um kind of a what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of a flare of love, abundance, and beauty. And then Gemini three fifteen twenty-seven that's ruled by Mercury, ex- that's expressing curiosity, learning, communication. Um, cancer, It's 4, 16, and 28. And that's ruled by the Moon, that's like a nurturing and caring energy and affirming for all things, um, ho- uh, sorry, an affinity for all things like at home. And then uh, Leo, 5, 17, 29. Uh, Leo's ruled by the Sun, so it's creative personal expression and enjoyment for life. Uh, Virgo degrees six and eighteen, Mercury. That's analytical skills and health. Uh, Libra seven and nineteen. That's also ruled by Venus. That's but it's also connecting relation or connecting relation rationally and using the mind to understand the laws of cause and effect. I don't know what word I just kind of scribbled on there, but yeah. Um, and then you've got Scorpio at eight and twenty, and that's ruled by Mars and Pluto. And that's receiving gifts and using creative potency towards big idea, towards higher ideals. Um, interesting. And then you've got Sagittarius at nine and twenty one, which is funny because like nine is my favorite number. Um, it's ruled by Jupiter. That's travel and higher philosophy. they're they're, they're the key there for you for you for um sagittarius degrees and then capricorns 10 and 22 and that's a cap or sorry it's a saturn ruled sign Uh, it's a steady work focusing on long-term goals which is like what what else was in capricorn for me there okay i've got that's funny I'm just going. Oh, gosh. All right. Um. And then Aquarius is eleven and twenty three, and that's also Saturn, but then also Uran- Uranus. Um. Ruled sign. That's self expression and ingenuity. And twelve and twenty four. That's Pisces. That's Jupiter and Neptune. And it's like all things mystical. However, and I think I've no- I've noted this before because I try to go over like the Queen and lizzo's chart of being like having critical degrees. And I didn't necessarily know what that was when I was speaking on it before, but I know now because I fucking looked it up, bitch. And um it's likely so critical degrees are likely to face challenges in that sign, whatever sign that the critical degree happens to be bound with whatever planet happens to be at that critical degree until the chal- challenge is transmuted into like their greatest strength. then it can be seen as your greatest power and influence instead of like your greatest like fucking challenge in your chart. So the cardinal signs, their critical degrees are 0, 13, 26. And they have a tendency to overexert or overestimate themselves. So with my son being at 0 degrees, that's a critical degree. I definitely do overdo it. And I do need to find balance. And I need to know when to tell people no because i think that i can just do it all and meet everyone's needs because i'm a people pleaser as well that i'm trying to fucking get trying not to do but i need to just go for myself and just complete my own little journey before i'm i need to just be a workaholic mm. not really because i still need to sleep but i need to set time for myself instead of giving my my time for myself away and that's, that's what I feel like I'm being called to do kind of currently, but I'll figure that, or I'll, I'll deal with that within the week probably. Cause like, I've got a lot of things to do and like intuitively, intuitively I'm in hermit mode and I've got, I've just got a lot of things to do, um, cause I'm making myself take my, crit- my creativity more seriously um the fixed signs they they all have different um critical degrees so the f- critical degrees for the fixed signs are 8 9 21 and 22 and oh, what is that where's my ascendant oh that's funny so my ascendant's in aquarius and it's at the 22 degrees <laughs> And that's restrictions and a fear of letting loose which I feel like I let loose quite a lot but there are moments where I get in my head and I'm like oh no people are looking at me so this makes perfect sense I just I had my tower moment and I'm just going cuz like right now I just feel in this like space of like who gives a fuck just go get it like they're gonna judge you anyway might as well give them something to talk about. But then also, they don't even like your stuff on Facebook, so fuck them. <laughs> Whoever I'm talking to, because like, I don't know who, I, who I'm even like having conversations with at this point. Myself, I'm crazy. <sighs> anyway, mutable, uh, 4 and 17, that's just basically indifference. Where cardinal signs, like, they do too much. Fixed signs, they hold themselves back. Mutable, just indifferent. And um, look, I am just looking so I've got my Jupiter there in my seventh house. Oh, good. It's at 14 degrees. <laughs> what do I have? Okay, Sagittarius 17 and 9. Oh my gosh. My Mars is indifferent. So that's. My Mars and Sagittarius is indifferent. What? That's interesting because I'm trying to think, and I'm trying to think. What do I hold myself, or what do I nec- not necessarily care? I don't. I don't necessarily take action on things. Because they usually work themselves out. I think there's a lot of things here that I'm learning about that I've kind of already worked through and if i haven't i'm gonna find it Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna work through it because i'm good like that Eh. um but yeah that was my podcast for today like wow for this week i guess for last week but um yeah so for everyone affected by the the nodal change oh wait actually because like um so like i've been working and stuff i don't i've Kind of feel like I've been under a rock, but like I scroll through tiktoks and it's just like mainly astrology stuff, so I didn't really get to see this shit a lot. But like, holy shit, the Middle East. Um, fucking, we talked about Israel, we talked extensively about Israel, like that, that's just fucked up. And I don't know what kind of support we can do here in the United States, but my goodness, I'm so sorry this is happening, which I know my. Sorry doesn't mean anything when people are literally just being murked for no fucking reason. Um, but, like, that shit has to stop. Like, um, I know that there was some witchy business on TikTok where there were, like, the since the veil is thin, thinning, thin, thin. Um, they were going to just kind of, like, try to kind of, man- like, vastly manifest over... A bunch of people um, to like get something to happen like positively for Palestine but I know also that like Israel is very sacred and it's probably very well protected so I don't know how well that would work especially considering it's like old magic but I feel like so should Palestine be um, If that's like kind of things you kind of think about. Um, But. And it's also interesting. I haven't looked into it. So I'm not going to say what I want to say. But. I'm going to definitely dive into this. And keep. Keep informed on it. Because like the world's on fire. Yikes. But. um, For anything else i know it's kind of a fucking weird transition um thank you for listening in and uh you can catch me on OnlyFans if you want to see my toots and talk about or listen to me talk about tarot cards and um oh yeah and then like i my writing i'll, I'll try to publish oh no it's already published on what what pad little project i'm working on and yeah thank you for being here. I love you. Make sure you drink your water. Make sure you um, eat your vi- your vitamins and your vegetables because they have vitamins. And um, don't take yourself too seriously. But also don't not take yourself seriously. And if you have an opportunity for living your life the way you want to, fucking take it. Godspeed.